You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Love Talk Live. I'm your host, Jamie Bronstein, and today I have with me the creators of a documentary short called Honey Bunny. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Hey, how are you? And having us. Thanks for having us. So happy you guys are here to do this. So this is who we have here. We have Jaden. Is it Barriel? Barriel, yeah. Okay, there's Jaden. And he is the director. We also have Ava Barriel, and she's the co-producer. We have Trevor Baumgartner, who is the co-composer. We have Chris Hendricks, who, who is a co-composer and songwriter. And we Heather Smith, who is not available to make it today. She's a, the graphic artist. And then David Zimmerman, who is the producer and executive producer. So um, there's a lot of us. This is the first time we're doing this many, so this is fun. I'm just going to let whoever would like to speak tell the viewers about what Honey Bunny is all about and why you decided to make it. David, do you want to start? Okay, I'll start. <laughs> well, I um, I had been um, uh, connected with the uh, Disability Film Challenge in a way that every year uh, for the last five or six years, uh, Meet the Biz, which is a program that I've had going on for uh, about a decade now, a little over that, and Performing Arts Studio West hosted uh, the Disability Film Challenge, uh, the meet and the greet. And every year we've been doing that. And then finally this year, of course, being in quarantine, uh, it came out that they were doing documentaries. And I went, oh my God, you know, I've always wanted to do a film and I've, 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 we, I've been working on a, another documentary for years. So I have a lot of different footage gathered up. And I, 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 all of a sudden I thought, Blair Williamson, which is a dear friend of mine, and, and uh, I called up his mom, uh, Gail, and said, I'm thinking of jumping into the Disability Film Challenge, and I'd love to do a film uh, starring Blair, focused on Blair and, and his girlfriend, Susie. And uh, she said, oh, my God, you, I've got to get you in touch with Jaden Barrio and, and his family, because Jaden had just... Uh, interviewed like a month before the the quarantine, um, a bunch the of weekend before. What what? It was the week weekend. Oh before. my god, a week before! Oh my god, yes. So there you go, and so that's how it began, and uh, and yeah, then I'll, I'll throw it over to the barrios. <laughs> wow. Um, well, yeah. I mean, okay. Um. So I I was in a like a school film program and we had to do it was our final project we had one more project left so I said go all out and make a documentary which I had not tried before and we had suggested I personally never heard of but when I met him he was super nice and responsive with you know, the interviewing and it was all in one fun experience I mean this is very impressive at your age to do something like this I mean, yeah, we, we we have been learning about film and we learned a lot about documentaries in the first year. So I decided to do a documentary. 
Wow. Okay. And so do you guys want to tell the viewers a little bit about this film, why they should see it? Um, the premise, I saw it and it was heartwarming. Um, this is a population that I used to work with years ago and um, they hold, hold such a um, beautiful place in my heart. Um, and I love that you're just sharing that these, that people are all people that we are all equal and that no matter what is going on with you physically or mentally, you can still have love in your life. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's why this is so great that you guys are talking about this on Love Talk Live. So please tell the viewers um, about this couple that we're talking about and um, their story and everything. Well, you know, I've known Blair for, I think over almost 25 years. And I used to go on the set with him and we'd hang out. I met him at uh, uh, Born to Act Players, which is a wonderful um, uh, acting group led by Mary Rings. And um, we've, it's sort of like family, you know, it's the extended family. But um, I was thinking when I thought about making this film or, 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 or uh, moving forward with it, I thought, you know, their love story, I mean, I hope to have a love story like that, you know, for, you know, a few years since I, hopefully I'll be around long enough to have that. But um, their love story transcends. And I, I really, my goal as producer was to convey a film that everybody could watch and say, oh, I wish I had that or I have that. And, and we're, and then, Oh, they don't even think that it's quote a, a couple who happens to be Down syndrome. It's about love, and I'm getting chills now. Um, it's interesting because it it's really hitting me. When we we finally did it and got it out there, I would watch it five times a day to uplift me, um, because you know we're going through all this stuff we're going through, the quarantine and the the. Uh, election and and the world, but I would turn that on. I'd wake up in the morning, say, "I'm going to watch Honey Buddy," and I watched it. It took me away from everything, and it lifted my spirits. And it was a, it's about love. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's it's the the innocence and the sweetness that yeah. they have in their relationship that anybody and everybody has the ability to cultivate. And the reality of it. I mean, they have disagreements and are annoyed by each other, just like we all are annoyed by our significant others. Um, and I, I thought it was important that Jaden included that. And it was great because that was something that David had from previous interviews or projects was where they get in little, little tiffs. It's like a normal relationship, you could say. Yeah. Showing the humanity of it, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Chris, it looks like you were about to say something. Yeah, that's the thing. I The beauty of the film is that, um, in my opinion, is that it represents both a normal and a not normal relationship in that it is the relationship that everyone wishes they had. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care how good you think your relationship is, it isn't these two. You can keep trying. <laughs> It's not going to like you can you can take all the classes and, and and you know go into the deep connections and and you know meditate together on an island, but you're just you're not gonna get 
Blair and Susie. You know, that's that's. Uh, but I think that's the beauty of the film, really. Like, I, I think it's something we can all strive towards and pursue. Um, and I, I hope that's what people get from it. I just got this download. I just got this image of you guys making a book or something from this of quotes that he says to her, she says to him, just really cute and inspirational things and the humanity of it. Good um, idea, David. David. We'll just have to have a meeting with Blair, Susie, and, uh, you know, go with it. Yeah. It uh, really does seem like a, a fairy tale in that it, just like in fairy tales, it's not all easygoing. It's there's each, each one of them also has conflict and humor. And of course it wraps up with tale as old as time. So I think that was like a perfect choice to kind of like, end end and put a little bow uh because they really in just that short amount of time kind of walk you through the whole process of a fairy tale from start to finish yeah so how long was this journey for you guys how long did it take from start to finish um i know you said you you had footage of the couple well i had footage i i think uh, like 15 from 15 years ago uh, and then I, throughout the years, I've had little, you know, I would pick up the camera when we went to a film festival or or when we were working on the set or when we were auditioning for this other film that I'm doing, My Next Breath. So that old footage, which we could use at the dis for our film through the Disability Film Challenge, um, was there. But um, the process when we got together, I think it was, I mean, we have four or five four days to complete it, but I know that we, we could get together a week or two before. I think we started about two weeks before, was it? My, my, I think uh, so. Yeah. yeah. And, and what was so nice is everybody just went, shoot. You know, we all fit it. We all knew what we were doing. It's like the director directed, the producer produced, the, the music was amazing. I oh. mean, ah. Uh, and we were deep inside the pandemic. So it's like, we all were not doing it. It's not like, oh, we're, I'm sorry, I have a wedding to go to, or I have graduation. It was like, we're all doing nothing. Let's collaborate and make a beautiful film. Might as well do something, you know? That's right. That's right. Well, you did something magical and amazing. What were you going to say, uh, David? I was going to say, too, there, there's levels with this film, too. It's very, they're very subtle, or some people could see them more than others. Like, you could see when Susie, you know, several years ago, she was more sharper. She, in fact, she was sharper than Blair. She was more on top of things. And as you see now, she's not as sharp because as, as especially Down syndrome, um, I guess people with Down syndrome, they, what, what is it called? Um, Alzheimer's? I think yeah, I think Alzheimer's. It it, it they they can get it earlier, mm. uh, and, and earlier onset of it, which I guess we all get that um, at a certain time where you know we're not as sharp. But you could see subtly the decline of what what has happened in the relationship, but the love is still so strong. That was the most important thing. So there's clearly an unwrapping that's happening, um, and yet the passion and the dedication, if anything, elevates throughout the film. 
Mm. Uh, there's a really, um, really powerful clip um, or a, a really powerful little portion um, of the movie. And it's only a moment where uh, Blair really leans into his love for Susie when she's going through something. Um, and that to me, uh, I mean, it just, it just makes, it just makes the film. I mean, like everything leading up to it and everything beyond it, but there's something like, even though that doesn't take place in the center of the film, it's sort of like the centerpiece, um, that says everything, uh, in a frame, um, which is everything you hope for in a, in a well put together film, particularly, um, you know, speaking from, uh, you know, do in, in documentary language, if you will. Um, and to, to have someone, um, like Jaden, who, who clearly has a, you know, a very well-defined vision for this thing and to have that kind of foresight, um, uh, as young as he is, it's just one of those moments you look at that as a, as a fellow creator and just be like, oh, it's just not fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And I love that it was the whole family working together. You, yeah. We had Jaden, uh, Ava, and then uh, Henry. Who's not Henry. here. Who's not here, <laughs> obviously. Who's Henry? But he, he edited. Henry? You said there's a guy named Henry also? Yeah. So he was the editor, and um, but he actually is in Italy teaching film directing right now. <laughs> and who is he? How is he related to you guys? My husband. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's wow. It. So you really did keep it in the family. That's, that's <laughs> amazing. Made the family bigger. Right. <laughs> and then you guys are all family. Yes, definitely. And what was nice, too, is, you know, I just met the Barrios. Uh, but at the same time, Ava met uh, Blair, what, 20, was it 20 years ago? Yeah, it was um, 21 years ago. Wow. Henry and I weren't even married. And we're celebrating our 19th on Monday. Yay. Happy anniversary. <laughs> so how did you meet Blair? Henry and I um, produced a movie based on my relationship with my brother who has Down syndrome. And we were going to use my brother but due to logistics, because he lives in Florida, we decided let's cast an actor. And so we had auditions and that's how I met Blair and stayed friends ever since. And that was Heartland. And that was Heartland, yep. And that it was a feature like film, but it wasn't documentary, it was script. It was, it was based, there were moments based on the relationship, but it wasn't based on truth. So I would love to go around and this, do you not have time to plan this out? So this is good. We like spontaneous coming from your heart answers. Mm. Everybody get nervous. I'm ready. <laughs> Nothing to be nervous. Okay. <laughs> so I would love everybody to just um, go into your heart and share with our audience um, and your potential audience for this movie. What is, what is the real purpose of this film? Um, I'll go first then. Um, the real purpose of this film, well, at least how I thought it was, just to show people that you can have a relationship if you try, and anybody can have a relationship if they try, you know? 
And they did, and it's just a wonderful relationship. Absolutely. Thank you. That's beautiful. Who wants to go next? I'll, uh, I'll take a stab at it. Um, <laughs> for me, I think that there, I think the purpose of the film is to show, um, showcase the, the real tangible value, um, of, of, of living and carrying with you, uh, a condition. Cause I think that so many times you showcase the challenges and of course the challenges are evident in the film. Um, but I think people underestimate the power of what comes along with having something like Down syndrome. And one of the, one of the powers truly is this ability um, to, to carry yourself with loyalty and unconditional love with the world around you. Uh, and so that just makes the intimate relationship that you choose to put yourself in all that much more um, expansive. And that's what's really going to um, uh, affect people. So I, I think it's about time that we, we showcased um, that power. I think that's what the film represents. I love it. So such a impactful message. And I know that you guys are have already impacted people and you're going to continue to impact people. I just love that it's really a framework for love and what that can look like. And it can be in many different forms and even uh, to bring it back specifically to love talk, just how they communicate for, with each other in all these different forms. It's, it's, it's not all, uh, it's, it's all heart, but it's, it's, it's also grounded in reality. It really, in this little five minute, five to six minute journey, uh, you get to see it in all of its forms and all of its difficulties and all of its passions. But really what I love about it is their communication, their talk between each other and you know what's not to love and they can be such an inspiration to people of how to communicate because a lot of people that don't have disabilities that is their disability they don't know how to communicate absolutely most people are. <laughs> right yeah um i i really see it as a, a heart you know um I guess, well, six years ago, uh, about a week before my 50th birthday, I had a massive heart attack. And um, thank God I'm still here and all that. And sometimes I still say, am I still here? So crazy out there. But it is, it is, uh, it is this extended family that I have been blessed being connected to that has kept me going. And it is people like Blair, who, who is one of the main, you know, keeps the heart beating and especially their relationship. I always said to, it's like, God, I, I would love, like I mentioned before, I love a relationship like that. So I really, I really see it just about the heart and love and connection. Yeah, I love that you got emotional there because when we get emotional, that's our truth. And so I can just see how much these people have affected your life, your life. And um, 
That's amazing. I mean, love, love is so healing. That's why I love love. That's why yeah. I talk show about love. And and what's so you know when I saw that you know this that you had that show about love, it, it, you had the show about love, and to to know that you know maybe I had that relationship with Blair, but that love is so strong. Boom, boom, boom. Now we have this family here. We have the Honey Bunny family, and it's a domino effect. And mm -hmm. that is what I. You know, in this crazy world of all the, 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 of love, of hate, you know, you have balance here and there. I'm putting out the love. That's, that's what I want to do. Keep on, keep on love, you know, and in different ways, you know, sometimes they, they don't, uh, the people watching films don't know what the underlying, you know, magic is, but hopefully it changes their hearts. Hmm. Yeah. It definitely will. I mean, it can't not. Mm. Okay, so Ava, did you want to say something or? Yeah, I think for me, I'm on the side. I'm a photographer, and so when I do photography, I'm always looking for a connection, not so much posing. It's a kind of how I photograph. So I really am connected to art where there's a connection. And so to see a, you know, true life connection and see how beautiful it is, that's what, that's what I like to convey out to the world because it's real, it's natural, and it's the most beautiful thing in the world. And I just feel like that was nailed with this project. <laughs> I love that you just brought up connection. And, and ironically, I'm actually making a documentary about relationships that they actually exist, true love relationships. Um, I'll talk to any of you guys about the process at some point. If you're Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's a journey already. And <laughs> yeah, I love, um, cause that's, that's my purpose for that also to show that anybody can have a relationship. You can choose anybody off the street, but it's about the right one when you have that deep connection and then it's magical. Mm. And, and it's so honest and raw and real. You cannot fake it. So that's what's yes. beautiful. And, and, before when whoever, I think Chris, you're the one who said the word human, humanity, um, your documentary, my documentary, it's not about this perfect couple. There is no such thing as a perfect couple. There's realness, there's fighting, there's conflict, there's, there's ups, there's downs, and it's all perfect for them. Mm. Yeah. Con and connection, yeah, that, that deep connection. Well, it's Some about those ups and downs in life that make life so amazing, you know? Oh, gratefulness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you guys want to talk, I know you wanted to talk in some respect aspect about um, the music. And yes. so I would love you guys to share, to share about this, the music. I'll that to Chris and Trevor, yeah. Well, I met Chris in Sedona, Arizona. And um, I was like, smitten in the sense that oh my god this guy's amazing and uh, anyway i'll throw it out to chris on that but i i, I whenever i i mean we he's hopefully working on the my next breath project as well uh, i mean we are working on that together we hopefully have been doing it for the last year and a half <laughs> oh my god the man's freaking brilliant you know um 
well, you know, don't turn me red or anything right before I have to say important stuff. <laughs> uh, you can't see it on the screen. That's the good thing about Zoom. Oh, okay. It's, it's just the light. Um, well, I just, you know, what I loved about the film, um, just the, um, the film in pictures, uh, you know, before the music was layered on is I think one of the things that really glued everything together. And I hope that this makes sense to um, people watching and people listening, but there's sort of this um, underlying old school glue that makes everything fit. And what I mean by old school glue is you honestly do it's, it's it, again, it's super subtle, but you get this sort of like Casablanca esque <laughs> tone um to it so like an example would be um there's there's intentionally old school language built into the communication like so for example blair will use words like knucklehead (laughs) right um and i know that sounds like it seems like such a small thing but to me that was huge because you i i you hear you hear phrases like here's looking at you kids Right, oh, yeah. um, and they're not, and obviously you look at a, like an old school film like Casablanca, it's timeless. Mm-hmm. They're not kids. It was very much the epitome of relationship at the time. Um, and I think like, especially in, in, in film right now, there's, there's this push for, um, you know, everything being modern, right? Um, and so when you have the ability to look back and be modern at the same time, um, and you can use that to make everything fit together, I think that that's a really, really big deal. Um, and so when I heard that in the communication, I kind of tried to create that vibe musically as best I could, um, but also make it light and fun. And that's kind of where uh, that's kind of where the ukulele came in as far as musical choice, um, because it's a very bright and upbeat instrument. I think that it represents Blair and it represents Susie, but there's a way that you can, um, you can, you can use the ukulele without being, um, without being loud. It's, it's more about being precise and less about being loud, um, to evoke some of that, subtle old school stuff right so you have like the bright joy coming from the instrument but then when there's when there's conflict and when blair has the opportunity to really lean into the love with susie if you listen to the um the soundtrack all of a sudden it becomes very um like it's just brought down a bit and there's a sense of quiet precise um noise if you will. Um, and then I can't really tell you where the song came from. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could tell you, uh, I feel, I felt like we needed a song and, um, I mentioned it to Trevor. Um, and then after I say this, I'll pass it on to Trevor. But I, I was like, I think we need a song. And then you said, call me back when you have it. And I, <laughs> like, what like, did I call you like 10 minutes yeah. Ten minutes later, there's the song. Three years but... later. Oh my god. Um, and that's when you know, like as a songwriter, when you put together, when you're able to put something together that quickly, um, it's always a good sign because when it all comes out, it was all meant to be, right? Um, just like their love story. Um, so it all kind of fits. Um, and I'm just really 
Didn't we watch the movie and then you like talk to Trevor about the song and then like 10 minutes later, it was like the yeah, movie, yeah. like yeah. Of the movie, boom, yeah. boom. So maybe you were inspired by the footage. Yep. That was it. It was all, every, everything was connected to that. And I'm really fortunate to know someone as talented as Trevor he really, really is. And he doesn't give himself enough credit at all. Um, just look at this dude's credentials and, that, and that's, that's not even close to how talented this guy is. Um, and when I found out we were doing this project, I called him up and I was like, please. And Trevor was like, are you kidding? Of course. Thank God. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. What a great collaboration, you guys. Yeah. Any excuse, any excuse to work with Chris, I take it. Because uh, we've been working together off and on for, wow, years, years and years and years now. And uh, I, I just relish it. He's a, a lyric genius. And that, those 10 minutes, it's true. Uh, I remember I, I layered it in. We were about to have the first kind of like meeting of everyone because it is this 48 hour it's a really quick turnaround but we we're gonna present the music to everyone and just minutes before get the song layer it in you know cut it up and then there we are uh so it's almost like i was experiencing it somewhat in real time before i even press play to show everyone we were in the zoom call and i'm still cropping in the music but <laughs> i i love i love chris and i knew uh he he told me it was going to be like this you know, a, a quick uh, film festival. So I wasn't sure what to, what was, what I was going to make of it, but he told me the premise and uh, we, we discussed a little about that, but I saw the first cut and normally when I'm doing a, a film score or something, like I like to set a role, I'll watch something like five times before I like write down any notes and I just want to like really feel and get it. But I watched this once and I was like, Oh, I get it. And I thought that like really <laughs> spoke to, to Jaden's work because I was like, oh, I know, I know this. It's it's heart, it's love. Uh, let's let's go. So it's very clear, and I always feel it's it's like a like a movie business call. Like I get on the phone, we have forty eight hours. I'm like, okay, Chris, uh, I want to you know ukulele, and I I want uh, twenty tracks on my test my desk in two hours, and then I hang up. And so Chris uh, like comes up with all these various themes. Like let's say it's like twenty different ideas, different tracks, like one takes. And I was going to look at the film, layer it in, pick and choose. Uh, so it's almost like I was I was editing or like curating Chris's tracks. And then I was going to go in and layer them out. And we, we decided on the uke because it's such a beautiful instrument. And Chris really touched on it because, you know, it's 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 really a subtle instrument because uh, at its face value, it's a small, cute little thing. But just like its history uh, in Hawaii, it's there's a lot of like nuance in that history. It's not all uh, rainbows and sunshines, and like that instrument can portray it. And so, in our conversations, I was like, "Yes, you perfect." I was going to play mandolin. Chris is going to like whistle. We're going to do this whole whole shebang. And so, he sends me all these tracks. And really, what I'm doing is is I was curating uh, what he's having. It's you know, angle in. How do I shine a light on this? What what tracks goes where? And kind of painting. The music across the film and we go through i layer it in uh it's right before the meeting we all watched it together on the cut and as i'm sitting there watching it um i was like oh this is uh, we're done <laughs> i was like we're done i was like i think uh henry had mentioned that he's like yeah we don't really want to overproduce this and i'm like oh no no he's actually right i think i think we're done here there was maybe like one little 
one little edit at one moment. Uh, and so traditionally what you think is, oh, two characters, two love story, two instruments. But what I, I think really came across is just in the simplicity is that they really have become one, mm. one person, one unit. Oh, yeah. And so bucking that uh, traditional, you know, two, two, two instrument dialogue, like they're together. They've, they've really uh, come, come to form as one person. So one simple instrument is always used. And how, how we kind of shown the light on Chris's uh, tracks was, was the fun part of it. And like, that's what I really like loved about the experience. And then of course, Chris, you know, in 10 minutes, he calls me, he's got a great song. And uh, I removed myself from performing. I was like, I'm not needed. Uh, this, this music, it, it says it all. So. I just love all the metaphors, the one instruments. So, and, and you were just throughout the script, you guys were saying that the different or the metaphor of the Casablanca and the old school just seems like there are a lot of metaphors and messages embedded in this beautiful film. And you have to pay attention, right? I want to watch it again. I can't wait. I think that's kind of what I love it is that it's really, it doesn't feel like a one and done film like each time you watch it, you will, there will be some new layer uh, uh, that exposes itself for you and you have to sort of be ready for it and be in the right space um, emotionally to notice it. Um, and I think that was kind of the, the nicest thing for me is like, depending on where I was, mood, it, it didn't matter where I was mood wise. If I watched the film, it would balance wherever I was like if I was if I was mad and I wanted to stay mad or I wanted to be sad the film let me be sad I could be like but if I like wanted it to lift me up I could watch it and just feel better and be like okay I'm good the anger is gone <laughs> like it's like uh it feels like just the perfect five minutes of medicine like I don't know um it's a, it's a great um emotional medicine that everyone could use and you can you can never it's the best kind because you can never overdose on it just keep drinking it in um and, and i just want to say one more thing that david you said the word evoke i think it was you that said evoke before evoke emotions and maybe it wasn't you i forget what i say um but yeah, I love how, because I was going to say, how, like when we're talking about the music, like how music evokes emotion and the message of the film evokes emotion. And I, I just, I love evoking emotion in people. Yeah. And so I just think it's so cool when other people love evoking emotion oh. in people. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. So do we have any final words? I, I, You guys need to talk about how people can watch this film. When I post this, I'd be happy to post a link and you know but what's the website etc yeah well one thing i did want to say i just want to thank blair's mom and dad for having blair you know <laughs> because i just love gail and tommy um i mean again part of the part of the family um thank yeah. you, gail and tommy. Well, what? i said thank you gail and tommy yes definitely part of the family oh yeah 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 definitely um you can check check out our website at www.honeybunnymovie.com. 
uh, or HoneyBunnyFilm.com. We we got them both. It uh, we have H U N N Y. Yes, thank you for that. Yeah, H U N N Y B U N N Y. Um, and uh, we have the movie there. We have some pictures behind the scenes and uh, from clips from the the film and a way to contact. And we are uh, we've applied to some film festivals too, beside the Disability Film Challenge. Um, and we'll see. They uh, you know they'll be popping up in the new year. So mm, that is so exciting. Well, I'm so happy to promote it to tell people about it. Thank you so much, Jamie. Yeah, thank, you. So, thank you guys for doing this film. It's such a strong, beautiful, impactful message. Love, connection, evoking emotion, humanity. We've covered it all. You guys cover it all. Claire and Susie cover it all. And Tommy and Gail. Tommy and Gail. Yeah. I'm sure they cover it all also. Oh, God. Well, thank you guys so much for doing the show. This was amazing. Um, and as always, anybody can contact me through therelationshipexpert.com if you have any questions. And I love doing the show for this very reason to spread the message of love. So thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I hope you guys have a great night. I hope everybody has a great night. And Catch us live every week on Love Talk Live. Have a great evening, everyone. You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio.